You're listening to the Sip and Vibe podcast, hosted by your babe, Alexis Amato. I'm a former struggling bartender and makeup artist who transformed herself to a six-figure career boss who traveled globally in hotel sales. Now, I'm a master mindset coach and a CEO of my own life with three businesses that I built from the ground up. I'm here to push you past your limits and give you the inspiration you need to say goodbye to what's holding you back and hello to the dream life ahead of you. By implementing mindful practices into your daily life, you will step out of the box and start reaching towards your boss babe within. So sit back, take a sip, and let's vibe. Welcome to another episode of The Sippin' Vibe. I am your babe and head host and coach, Manifest with Alexis, and we are on episode 60. Oh my God, almost to 100. And today's episode is all about breakthroughs. I think that the word breakthrough sometimes is meant to be something so big. Like I had this huge breakthrough, like um, I decided I didn't want to be with somebody anymore, or I am pivoting in my career or, you know, and, and honestly, to me, a breakthrough, all it needs to be is a mindset change, a mindset shift, a mindset change, As soon as you realize something in your life is maybe different than the way that you always thought of it, that's a breakthrough. Maybe you realize that somebody in your life isn't meant for you anymore and you start not hanging out with them anymore. That's a breakthrough. When you decide that you need to stop being judgmental, and to start treating people with more kindness, that could be a breakthrough. So as a coach, to me, I really encourage all of the small things as breakthroughs too, because we should be celebrating any mindset shifts we have, right? Anytime we have a mindset shift that serves our purpose in life, our higher self, that is leading us to our dreams, our goals, our manifests. And so they should be celebrated. So I was actually not expecting a breakthrough at all in Costa Rica. Naturally, as a facilitator, we don't expect breakthroughs. You know, we want the women coming to our retreats or or getting the mentorship from us. We want them to have the breakthroughs. But one night at Sound Healing, I had my breakthrough and it was beautiful. So I'm going to talk about my breakthrough um, in a super raw and honest way. And I'm going to be talking about somebody that I have not talked about before on my podcast, um, unless a question has been asked. Um, But I've never really talked about this person, probably because it's the relationship that hurts me the most. And that's okay. Um, But I'm becoming stronger and I'm ready to start talking about more stuff like this now because this relationship really shaped me as a person and that was like one of my breakthroughs that I figured out while I was away. So before that though, I want to just talk a little bit about Costa Rica. I had a 
I had the best time, obviously. Um, Retreats for me is where I really, really get to help my women manifest abundance, possibly heal. I'm not a healing and trauma coach, but you naturally heal from working on self-development. And it was beautiful, beautiful experience. I got a... um, I got a layover on the way there. I w- I'm trying to think, like, do I want to go into detail or do I want this to be a travel episode? I think I'm going to have this be a travel episode, you guys, and kind of just concentrate on the breakthrough here and keep it short and sweet versus having one big long one. So I'll do another travel episode on Costa Rica. Um, but the retreat part of it I will talk about is just It was absolutely beautiful. I had the best eight women who joined me, plus Allie, our photographer. And it was four nights, five days. We did so many fun things. We went ziplining in the jungle. We did a super hard hike, like basically all the way uphill with monkeys. One of the girls had a monkey pee on her. Poor girl. Um, And on top of that, um, we also did, I was like, oh, we did a clay ceremony. So we painted clay on each other and the clay that they use in Costa Rica, it has a lot of um, minerals that seep into your skin. And so when you go into the water, which by the way, was literally, I'm not over-exaggerating, like 90 degree water. Um, So not refreshing at all from the heat. But when you go in and take it off, your body just feels so smooth um, for the rest of the day. And, and it's wonderful. So we did, we got a lot of stuff done. I absolutely loved the retreat center. I took the women through my four-step vibe process. So that's vision, intention, breakthrough, empowerment. And each day is a, is a different one. We had beautiful, beautiful workshops. I make it, I make them get super, super deep. I make everyone feel uncomfortable, hopefully cry. And it was, it was great. It was an amazing retreat. Um, if you were watching stories and you were like, fuck, why didn't I go? I wish I went instead of the vacation. Don't worry. I'll be hosting retreats every six months, um, in a beautiful, unique location. If you are listening to this, um, of me filming, uh, sorry, recording on July 27th, then make sure that you join my Facebook group. Uh, women who manifest, you can just request to join. It's a free group. And I do um, five minute trainings in there. And I also, it's a group for everyone who has questions about travel because most of the women in there are pretty well traveled and the other women are wanting to travel. So it's a really good group of women, but I am going live in there at 3 PM Eastern time on Tuesday, August 1st. And I'm going to be revealing the next location for my manifestation retreat for winter 2024, which will be in February. If you want to get on the wait list, I will link it below in the show notes. And it's also in the link in my bio. The wait list closes on Monday, the 31st. So, okay. So retreat, going back to the breakthrough. So like I said, breakthroughs can be little things. To me, this was like a huge breakthrough. This was, this was a monumental breakthrough for me. And again, I'm like so appreciative that I had the breakthrough while I was on the retreat because it was something so unexpected. And that's when it happens like that, it's it's even more beautiful. I haven't shared this breakthrough with anybody except for one person, my best friend. 
and one of the retreat girls because she came to me on the side and I had shared with the girls that I had a breakthrough, but that I wasn't ready to share it yet. And at the, at the end, one of the girls asked me if um, I would share it with her and I had already shared it with the necessary person that I needed to share it with. So I was like, okay. So anyways, you guys are the third person, people, group to hear about this. And it was beautiful. And to you, this may not be a big, huge thing, right? And that's why I mentioned at the beginning, everybody has their their different form of a, what a breakthrough. This to me was a big one. So I had a sound healer come to the retreat center. She is not a normal sound healer. She's not She doesn't do sound baths where if you've ever taken a sound bath, it's kind of like you just sit there and you kind of listen and it is beautiful. Like she does sound journeys and journeys turn into healing. So if you've never done a sound healing journey before, what it is, is it's different sounds that take you on a journey. So she will go from like one type of sound to another type of sound to another one. A lot of them are very uncomfortable sounds, like very like too loud or you don't like it. And that's really where the breakthrough comes out it naturally brings out emotion because sounds make you remember certain memories. And then those memories will lead to other memories, will lead to other memories, will lead to a breakthrough. And that's what happened with me. This was my first sound healing journey. I got literally the best sound healer in Costa Rica. She is like the real deal, you guys. Now that I like have had this experience. I'm like, I don't know if I could ever do a sound bath in in the States because it's just very different. And um, so, yeah, so this was my first sound healing journey. I I knew I was going to cry and like be emotional, but I didn't know what it was going to come from. So I started off by thinking about my very first boyfriend, Dominic. Um, And he was like my high school boyfriend. And I thought about like, why did that relationship end? Because for me, the question that I always ask myself is, why is it so important for me and Walt to have a relationship? And how can I have a very healthy relationship? Like what are all the ways and and, and the like getting to the root of why relationships have failed in the past and trying to ensure that that doesn't happen in this relationship? And so I just started thinking about, you know, my ex high school boyfriend, you know, the one I lost my virginity to. And I was just thinking about it and I'm like, okay, why is he getting brought up? Like, I, I honestly like hardly ever think about this person, him. Um, and I, it brought me to this memory of why we stopped. And this is, this is why the sound healing journey took me on a journey. (laughs) So that relationship made me realize what ended that relationship. And what I found is that I get bored very easily, especially in relationships. And when I was younger, so now I'm trying to still work through the root of why I feel bored. Like, did my parents always entertain me or you know, whatnot, but that wasn't the breakthrough. So, so that led me to realize that the reason why that relationship broke up is because when I was still living in California and I would visit Connecticut every summer, I would come here for two months ish. 
And there was always a certain person that I will not name here um, for obvious reasons, because he'll probably be brought up in, in the future. But I kept coming back to a certain person here. And that summer or the summer after that was the first time that I basically cheated on my ex. Not basically, I did like kissing wise. And so that led me to like, why would I leave my wonderful high school relationship? Because I, you guys, I had like the typical high school relationship that you were going to have, right? I was a freshman. He was a junior. He was a football player. I was a cheerleader. Um, We would like go around. He would come to my cheer competitions, compete. He actually was a cheerleader as well in California. That's very normal for men to cheerlead. He was on the football team and a cheerleader. There were multiple guys on the football team that were also cheerleaders. Um, So we would compete together. He never wanted me. Like he didn't drink. He didn't do drugs. And I started developing these habits because of this other person and and people that I started hanging out with on the East Coast when I would come home for the summers that I started smoking weed, I started drinking, and I basically like started falling in love with like a bad boy who was so wrong for me in every which way. Like the family was like, absolutely not. What are you doing? And um, and so that is why I that relationship ended, the high school relationship ended, because I basically got bored and I started hanging out with this bad boy when I was home in Connecticut. Um, And like, my thing is that I, I usually, I'm usually like honest about it. So I would come back and be like, this happened. Sorry. So that led me to thinking like, wow, like this person that I cheated on my ex-boyfriend with, this person has really like been in my life forever. And like I said, I'm not going to name them. This is somebody that will come up and this is somebody that I haven't talked about yet. I am going to tell the full story eventually on my podcast about this person and what happened. It has, it, it's been a crazy, like it was a crazy 20 years of being on and off. This person would never tell anybody that we were talking or that we, like, he had feelings for me. He manipulated myself and other people to make it sound like Alexis was always in love. And and I was, like, you know, um, being the annoying girl, like, trying to, like, get on him and stuff. And it was definitely um, a two-way street. Alexis doesn't fucking chase anybody who do- is not interested in her. And I have always been like that. If somebody shows disinterest, then I would not talk to you. And, um, this person definitely showed interest, but it was like a very hidden interest. And for years, um, I would come home to Connecticut and we would tell nobody that we would hang out or talk. So in recent years, me and this person no longer talk, but it really sucks because he's still, um, He is still involved in my life because he is my best friend's best friend. Um, And also the, uh, yeah, that's all I'm going to (laughs) say. I I don't want to say more because I could just give that, give who up, who it is. But um, he is my best friend's best friend. And so for my, for the, my whole life, I'm always like, I've always resented this person because of all the things that have happened. Like, 
I've come, I've like come back and like he had a girlfriend that I didn't know about. And then he told me I was crazy because I was upset that he had a girlfriend when he told me like, when I move home, we're going to like be together. It's like, it's just like all of those things that manipulate a woman into going crazy because she, you've told her one thing. And then when you decide that you want another thing in your life or that you get caught doing something, it, you don't want to put the blame on yourself. So you blame the other person. And that is what manipulation is. And he was a master at this with me in particular. He manipulated me to, to think that it was okay to never tell anybody about anything that happened with us like ever. Um, little did he know I would screenshot tons of things and send it to my best friend. Um, so she knows. And that's all that really mattered to me is that you know, she knows that I wasn't lying and and stuff. And it got to a point where she was like, you don't need to send me this stuff. Like I know what's going on. So anyways, I'm in my sound healing journey and I'm like, this fucking guy, he was the reason why I broke up the first amazing relationship. Then I think about my relationship with my ex-fiance Um, because honestly, aside from wall, those were really my two biggest significant relationships in my life, my ex-fiance and my first boyfriend who I lost my virginity to everyone else was just like in between, like, yes, I had heartbreaks and stuff, but these were like the two big relationships I had before wall. So then I was realizing why did I break up with my ex-fiance? Hmm. Same person. Same person who manipulated me again. (laughs) I was like, okay, okay, okay. But at what point is it not their fault? And it's actually my fault. I'm the one allowing myself to be manipulated. I'm the one who allowed myself to be put into a corner, um, to be talked about when it wasn't true. And so here I am. It keeps going back to this person. It's him. It's him. It's him. Why have I allowed this person in my life? And why for so long? And why do I feel still such a strong connection to him? Not like I talk to him or anything, but why do I feel such a strong connection? So then the journey took me through this whole thing of like having like this protector energy of this whole time I was thinking that this person was in my life to be with me and was like shunning me and manipulating me to not be with him. And, and, and I'm like, why, why did this happen to me? Why do I still like, why do I still feel some sort of connection? Like no matter, like I do release work, I've done ton release works around a lot of my big relationships that way that's what you do in self-development but there's still like something there was always still something there and I was like what the fuck is it um and I had this huge epiphany that the reason why he came into my life was for my best friend it's because I have a niece now who's amazing and I have my best friend And this thought never occurred to me because originally I met my best friend from somebody else, from our other friend, Megan. And Megan is the one who introduced me to my best friend. And so I always thought it was her. But really, yes, I was physically introduced by Megan to her. 
But the reason why her and I became best friends and so close was because of this, this person, this old love interest that I, that I used to have. And it was like such a huge epiphany. And you would think like, well, duh, like you didn't think that before, but no, I really didn't. I never, I always questioned like, why is this person in my life? Why does he still have to be around? Why do I like, why do I still feel a connection? And now I see it. So then the sound journey healing took me even deeper than my relationship with her. And it made me realize that he he was not here to like manipulate me. He wasn't here to hurt my feelings. He wasn't here to break my heart. Those were all just actions that needed to take place to bring me to where I am now. So what I had this huge breakthrough around is that he wasn't here for all that stuff. He wasn't here to be with me. He wasn't here to like have a relationship with me. He was here to protect me this whole time because the old, the other part of this, and this will make more sense when I actually record the podcast on, on what happened in this relationship and why this relationship made me so upset was that he was one of my best friends too. You know, we're all best friends and it's very hard for me to no longer be friends with him um, because we've, we've moved on. We're both in relationships. It's inappropriate and, and I get it. I get it. But this whole time, that's not why he was meant to come into my life. He was meant to be here to protect me as a friend. He protected me from staying with, to, from getting away from my first relationship because <laughs> I'm just going to say it. My, my ex boyfriend in high school, he married like the second, the second girl he ever dated after me, literally married kids, the whole nine yards. And he, that's how he was. I probably would have ended up just marrying him if, had we stayed. He wanted to marry his high school sweetheart, have kids. We had this whole plan, but I had such a big life to see. Like I wanted to travel and I wanted to do all these things that like he didn't really agree with. And so I think that first initial cheating that I did, I guess, that one summer, you know, it led me to my breakup. And to moving on in my life. Fast forward to canceling my wedding. This person was one of the reasons why I canceled my wedding. I thought that there was a an opportunity to be together maybe. Or, or that there was like a more fulfilling love. Which of course there was. Because I, I ended up meeting Walt. But at the time, um, he, he, I remember the things that he said. Like Steve... Uh, your ex-fiance, he's like, he's not good for you. Um, I don't think that you guys are going to, you know, stay together. I don't see it. I feel like you deserve better. I'm not saying I'm better, but I'm just saying like you deserve better. Very protector, very protector. Um, and there's a lot of other instances in, in which um, he's protected me from things. And then the huge thing that I realized is that he was the one of the reasons why I moved back to Connecticut. You know, when I, when I came back the first time, I was heartbroken because I realized that he had a girlfriend that he never told me about, but, um, I persevered. I went back to California. I tried it one more time with my ex fiance. That was awful. And then, um, 
And then I finally did move to Connecticut. But it was also because of him. I probably would have not moved here if he wasn't one of the reasons because I thought something was going to happen. But again, that led me, moving here led me to meeting Walt. And none of that would have happened had he not been in my life. Like, so now I think, now it's almost like, I'm like, holy shit. Like he's been like my guardian protector from afar. And I, the breakthrough is that I, I see him in such a different light now. Like my, my mindset has completely shifted. I'm no longer, I have detached myself from the, the thought of like, the connection being more than friends. And I have now attached myself to the fact that he's always been a protector from afar and protected him and even protected me further from himself. Anytime I've tried to be with him, like in, you know, in a, in a more romantic space, we have been in a romantic space before. Like it, like, I don't know how to explain it, but I'm not saying that we've like uh, had like a full blown relationship or anything. I'm just saying it's been more than friends in the past. But, you know, he's always said, like, basically said, he's alluded to the fact that he would not think that I am right for him. And, and I am, he's not right for me. Like, I deserve better. So he's also protecting me from himself. So it was a huge full circle for me, guys. And just imagine me like, I'm crying. I'm going through all these sounds that are reminding me of like all of these crazy memories literally took me through the most amazing journey, that journey that ended full circle of me realizing that a person that I resented so much did like, don't love to use the word hate, but like he was one of those people, like I hated him for a very long time. I was so angry at the things that had happened in our friendship and our relationship and um, the way that he treated me and the way that he talked about me behind my back to other people. I hated it. And now it has come full circle. And I realized that it was me who was trying to put him a bot in a box of what I thought he should be in my life when really this is what it is. And now I have, I have gone from, um, from having this like feeling of like, uh, what's the word? I don't know, like tightness, like around him and stuff to like, oh, I get it now. I get the universe. I understand why he was put in my life now. Like I get it. You know, I have Walt. I have a beautiful coaching business. That's a whole nother thing. I would have never started my coaching company if I didn't come to Connecticut either um, and meet the friends that I met. And not only that, like, yeah, it's led, it's led me to this, to my best friends, to, to Walt. And for that, I'm forever grateful. And that, ladies and gentlemen, is what we call a breakthrough mindset shift. If you can get to be like that from an ex or from a friend that you don't talk to, and you can find not forgiveness, but a way to appreciate them in such a different way that makes you appreciate them for the things that they've done, regardless of how much they've hurt you. It's honestly such a beautiful thing. Like, and I'm surprised I didn't cry on this. I, so after the sound healing, I voice memoed my best friend, five minute voice memo. I took notes 
And I just laid it on her and I said, this is what I encaptured. And I'm so excited. I can't, I can't believe it. Like, and she was like, I have chills. She's like, I woke up at five in the morning. Something told me to check my phone. I saw it. And all of this makes so much sense. I'm so proud of you for being so empowered. And, you know, my two best friends here are very, very supportive of what I do. They might not do too much self-development themselves, but they're super supportive of me doing it and how I help other women. So when I come to them and tell them that I've had a breakthrough, I've had something like that, you know, it's even more special. So I hope that you absolutely loved this episode. If you want to come with me on a retreat and have your own breakthrough, make sure to click the show notes. I will be listing the wait list to get into the um, next retreat. Or if you're listening to this at a later time, it might be time to apply for the retreat or get on the wait list for the next summer retreat. (laughs) I hope you guys have a great, great day and week. I hope you raise your vibe sometime and I'm happy to help you do that. Always DM me if you have any questions about manifestation and don't forget to join Women Who Manifest, the Facebook group, free group with short trainings and you get to learn a lot about me and kind of listen to me tell stories, but on video. So I will talk to you guys soon and see you on the next episode. Bye.